The more that I do was really just me being anxious, but me trying to mask it with, okay, I need marketing or I need to go connect with someone or I need someone to open up a door for me. No, no. What you need is me. What you need is healing. That's what you need. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. In today's episode, I sit down with award-winning strategist and entrepreneur, Lindsay Ray Perry. She says at one point in her life, she was hiding in plain sight. And if you listen to her story, you might find that you are too. Are you a coach, consultant, author, speaker, or a service-based entrepreneur of any kind? Are you tired of just talking about launching the thing or serving the people and ready to finally pivot and do the thing that you were uniquely called to do? If you're sick and tired of just being interested and truly ready to commit in order to get the answers you need to live the more you've been longing for, then join me for my free five-day challenge committed to the call. You can find out more at patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. If you know anything about my story, then you know I lost everything during the recession in 2008. It took me years to fumble my way through this online game, so you don't have to. I'll show you how to stop fighting for a seat at the table and teach you the mindset and tools you need to build your own table and a matching set of chairs so you can help serve others. Head to patricewashington.com forward slash challenge because I believe you were created for purpose, with purpose, on purpose, and now it's time to stop running and answer the call on your life. We start August 9th and you need to be there. patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. I am so excited about this week. Each day this week, we are highlighting incredible women from our Purpose to Platform community, and their stories are all of our stories. You are going to hear in these next five days, kicking off with Lindsay today, so much of the limiting beliefs, the heartbreaks, the hurts, the pains, all the things that we experience on our way to purpose. And I'm just so proud of this particular group of women and the way they demonstrate how you can overcome it all. So as much as they are my clients in the Purpose the Platform program, they are just brilliant women in their own right. And you are going to just enjoy their stories and learn from their lessons on really bringing their purpose to light. Before I jump in, I want to read Lindsay's official bio and then... The next voice you'll hear will be that of Lindsay Ray Perry. Lindsay is a wife, mother, award-winning strategist, tech CEO, entrepreneur, advocate, and visionary. She encourages women to heal from rejection, embrace identity, and leave behind the toxic corporate grind to build a life and business of abundance. Lindsay's partnered with Fortune 500 brands such as Porsche, AT&T, Google, and many other global brands. She's a pioneer in helping lady bosses build sustainable lives and businesses with grace and ease and without compromise. She's gone from zero to six figures in less than a year. And though Lindsay loves being called a lady boss, her favorite calling is making memories with her beautiful family, Sydney and Sunny. Without further ado, here's my girl, Lindsay Ray Perry. (laughs) 
Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me, Patrice. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my goodness. I'm excited to have you. And I'm so just thankful that we didn't go too far uh, before we start, before we hit record, because I just felt like this conversation was going to be next level. And I was sharing with you that this morning in the shower, as I was just thinking about the day and who I'd be interviewing today, every time I thought about your name, the title of the episode was coming to me. And I'm like, well, that's weird because I usually don't do that. I'm not committed to a title when I start the interview. I usually pull the title out of whatever the conversation is. And we don't do a lot of scripted questions, right, on the show. We are very conversational. But for some reason, I just kept hearing these words, hidden in plain sight. Hidden in plain sight. And so when I said that to you, what did you feel? So what I felt and what I know is, um, I want to say about a year ago, um, I was at an event, a home event with my husband, um, with his professional circle. And I remember sitting in, on the couch, but I felt like this feeling of like loneliness, um, not, in a, in, not in a depressive way, but just like these people don't really know who I am in this way that there was something inside of me. And I remember Holy Spirit speaking to me saying, like, you don't know it, but you're hidden in plain sight. And from that moment, like I kept that with me. And this is prior to me joining P2P. This is all, this was like before I got on the journey to really even start listening to you, right? Like this was like, you're hidden in plain sight. And that stuck with me. You know, when God gives you a word, you start to like, I start to search it out. I want to get in the word. I want to ask God, like, what does that mean? What do you mean I'm hidden in plain sight? And it was almost like God had this uh, sense of humor, like, you know exactly what it means. But then we went on the path and the journey to really discover what that means. And he put me in the right places and in the right soil and in the right environment around the right people to make sure I understood what that meant. Um, I don't know if you want me to go further, but after Hidden in Plain Sight, um, I normally get my word for the year in November before the year starts. So he get he gave me the word flourish. And of course, flourish sounds like an amazing word, right? But when God gives you a word, you have to really think about what it really means for some something or someone to flourish. And I knew at that moment that people were coming to my life um, because nothing can flourish by itself. Everything needs to be connected to something. And I did not know what that was going to look like because of my past fears and my past experiences with community. Which brings me to the point of joining P2P, figuring out who Patrice Washington was, listening to that. How did you find me? Okay, so I found you from the Women of Impact video. It was on my YouTube because I'm always watching, you know, motivational videos, but I had never seen you before. And I see this beautiful Black woman talking to Lisa B.U. Is that how you say Uh it? Lisa be you. And I'm like, who is this woman? So I get on there and I start with the becoming shirt and I start listening to your story and I found some commonalities 
of especially when you said that, you know, you didn't like the way that you look. And when your husband, Gerald, put these pictures all over the place and you had thought you were ugly for all of these years. And I'm like, how could she think that? But then God had to talk to me and said, well, you know, you think the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I found out and you were speaking my language, just purpose, like life is not about chasing money. And at the time, you know, I was I had a six. No, he was like seven or eight month old son. I was still a little, you know, postpartum depression a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to find my way. And I decided I was like, who is this woman? She has a podcast. Oh, no, I got to hear this. podcast. (laughs) I haven't heard anything. And there are a lot of great podcasts out there. But what I'm looking for, I need something heavy. And so when I found you, I binged, listened to your podcast. And I kid you not, the funk the disorganization, the clutter, the brokenness and the brokenness that I was in quickly started to dismantle. I quickly started to get my life in order. I quickly started to feel peace. I quickly started to feel joy. I started to like kind of feel myself a little bit. And and I thought that that was all that I needed was just a podcast and that I could take it from here. But I recognized that wait a minute, she has a coaching program. (laughs) I'm like, okay, God, I've never invested in myself this deeply, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you want me to do here? And I was already in therapy. Like your your podcast actually is what launched me into really digging deep and finding the therapist that I needed. I was already in therapy and I was doing the work and it was like, okay, there's something else that you need. I gave you the word flourish. So I was the last sign up for Purpose the Platform. Like you were like, the um, doors are closing, Lindsay. And <laughs> I was like, okay, God, do you want me to do this? When I tried to sign up through my phone, he was like, yeah, that's not working. I said, it's not meant to be. He said, get on the computer. So you know, when you're having that moment with God and he's like, come on, girl, stop making excuses. So then I got on the computer and I signed up and I still feel like I was a little bit disobedient because I didn't pay in full. I signed up for the payment option just because <laughs> a little piece of me was just like, I don't know. Yeah. And when I signed up, I saw you on Instagram saying, we are sold out. And I, and I remember DMing you like, was I the last person? And you were like, yes, you were. But before that, I actually did an intake call with Gerald. Really? <laughs> yes. I felt like Jonah. Like I'm real like last minute stuff or like, all right, I'm gonna go dragging my feet because I, I think most of us drag. Our, I mean, many of us drag our feet, right? It's that yeah. like, should I, shouldn't I, shouldn't I? And finally, at some point, I think we all come. Well, hopefully you come to the realization that there's nothing better than betting on yourself, right? Because the fear and the hesitation is not me. It's not, oh, is she going to actually deliver? It's, am I actually going to complete it or fit in or, you know, do the work or all those things? The fit in part. Yeah, the fit in part. So one of the, I had a therapy session right before I started Purpose the Platform. Like when uh, I want to say I had a therapy session on Saturday, we started on Sunday and she said, I want you to write down your triggers. Like I want you to write down the triggers so you can be aware of what you're walking into so that you don't take that into that space and self-sabotage. Ooh. So I was thinking my triggers, like, what do you mean? My triggers, it's a community of women. It's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. The day of, I started recognizing like 140 women in here and it's too many people and I'm an only child and I want to go and I want to go hide in a corner and I don't want anyone asking me what I do, who I am or anything. I just want to hide. I put a cover over my head. 
That's how I felt. And then it was like, well, why do you feel that way, Lindsay? And that, that right there, the hidden in plain sight, the flourish, the community, that right there is what came up for me. Because I had been running from my story. I had been running from my issues, which was with my father, Mm -hmm. right? My conception, my mother and my father were not married. My father was, right? So the the story around my conception was a little complicated, right? It was an affair. He lied to her. And beyond that, I was rejected. My father, I wasn't allowed on my father's doorstep. Um, My mother had to page him, call him up if he wanted to see me or if I wanted to meet him. I had to go to my father's job. I had to meet him in front of corner stores. I had to go to juke joints, which I know I'm only 32, but my father was 50 when I was born. So he hung out at like juke joints. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to go to juke joints if I wanted to see him. And I also had to go to work with him. So everything in my upbringing and wanting love and what you're supposed to get from your father, the affirmation, the acceptance, the daddy's little girl, that came at a cost and a price for me. It was all on his terms and I always had to do something in order to feel like I could be loved or accepted by my father. And I vividly remember uh, my father had a whole family. I had nieces and nephews and brothers and sisters all over the world, literally. Father was a beautiful man, just completely and deeply flawed, just like every other human being. But I remember vividly at 12 years old, missing the bus. And this is what got me to this point, Patrice. I was I missed the bus. And my father lived right across the street from the middle school that I went to. And I was with a friend and I said, hey, my father's home because I recognized his car. Mind you, I'd never been to my father's house. And when I went to knock on his door, he opened the door, but not the screen door. He had shaving cream all over his face. And he said, Lindsay, what are you doing here? And I said, hey, dad, we missed the bus. Now, I was nervous because I had never been to my dad's house. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, friend, but we're going to roll with it. (laughs) He said, what are you doing here? And I said, hey, we missed the bus. Can you give us a ride? And he said, what if, and he mentioned his wife's name, what if she would have opened the door? And I was like, I don't know. She would have opened the door. I'm 12. He was like, don't ever come back here again. I'll call you. And he slammed the door. And my friend, God bless her heart. She was like, I stayed at the door in shock, in total shock, 12 years old. I did not know the story. We walked home. Took us about an hour and 30 minutes to get there. When we got home, I had to wait for my mother to get off work. And when she got off work, I told her the story. And that is when she told me what happened. And from 12 years old to 32, because I'm 32 now, I walked around in shame of my my birth in shame of my upbringing and shame of just being born. When you know, when you hear about a child being born out of an affair, you think, especially in religious circles, it's an abomination, right? You are illegitimate, right? And when something is illegitimate, it means that they have no right and no authority to be here on earth. And so I walked around and lived my life not really realizing that I was really chosen, not really realizing that I was legitimate. I felt unworthy. I felt depressed. I felt lonely. I didn't feel like I fit in with communities. I felt like I could only have one-on-one intimate relationships with people because community, I didn't belong. I walked around with the scarlet letter of rejection on my forehead for so many years. It didn't matter what I achieved. 
It didn't matter that I was a straight A student. It didn't matter that I was running after all of these different achievements. It didn't matter that, you know, I went to Washington, D.C. and had been to the White House a couple of times. It didn't matter if I was doing television or radio interviews. None of that mattered. None of it mattered because I felt like I was unworthy of being in anything or undeserving of any good thing that God had to give to me because I was illegitimate. Yeah. Lindsay. Oh my gosh. I totally connect with you on so much of this. And I remember when that was a part of your aha, when we were doing the mindset work in purpose to platform. And, you know, that's one of those areas when we start with that mindset Usually people come in and they're like, Mm-mm, I need some marketing. Let's get on down to the marketing. I'm like, well, that's week five. You got a lot of things to do <laughs> before we get to marketing. And, and if you give yourself permission to really do the work and be supported and being kind of cracked open, you start to recognize why we don't show up in certain spaces the way that we could. So even though you, like me, addicted to achievement, right? Because you were trying to earn love. I'm worthy. I belong. You should love me. You should want me. I should be there with you. All the things, girl. Can't you see me? Can't you see me? me? Yes. Can't you see me? Oh my God. Right. And people would look at you and think, wow, Lindsay has it all. Look at her grades. Look Mm -hmm. at this. Look at what she's achieved. Not realizing that a lot of that striving it, it it wasn't from a purposeful place. It no. was from literally seeking validation. Like, it was from a broken heart. It was from a broken heart. Oh, yes. It was from a broken heart, trying to feel all of these different things and these voids with maybe one day my daddy will see me. Maybe one day he'll be like, girl, I'm so proud of you. And even in, even in that, even if he did say he was proud of me, if I didn't heal that hole in my heart, if I didn't allow for God to really mend me and I see God as my father, then none of that would have mattered. None of it matters. I remember vividly in 2017, I had literally been working myself to death. I was flying all over the country. I was doing all the things, looking looking good on, on the gram, right? Like everyone thinks that you just have this perfect life. But I, I, I'm so reminded by your public success, private failure, because my husband and I, we weren't connecting. I was grinding. He was grinding. We were just doing our own thing. And by, I want to say, 2017, towards the, what helped me to recognize it, the grinding was that my marriage was almost over. <laughs> my marriage was kind of at the brink of like ending. And I had a nervous breakdown, which I call a nervous breakthrough now, which literally collapsed. I collapsed in the middle of the street and the ambulance had to come scoop my body off of the ground. And they took me to the hospital, ripped, cut my shirt open to give me all the, you know, heart. They wanted to know what was wrong with me. I did not know my address. I gave them my childhood address. At the time I was living in Washington, D.C. I am from Toledo, Ohio. I gave them my childhood address. I lost my mind for a second. And it was at that moment that I knew I was doing so much. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, enough is enough. And from 2017 to 2020, 21, I've been on this journey of grace. I've been on this journey where God literally had to show me, you know why you clapped? Because I do have something for you. You do have a destiny, but there's some things that I need to heal. 
there are some things inside of you. You think all of this running around, you're trying to do everything and you're trying to do marketing. You're trying to start this business and you think you got it all together because you think it's by networking and you think it's by all of these things, but it's not. It's only by my power. It's only by my spirit that you're going to have what you need to have. And I can only get that. I can only get you to it if you allow for me to love you and break in a loving way because I need to show you who you are. And it was moment by moment that he showed me my heart and he showed me my bitterness and he showed me my anger. And he showed me that the more that I do was really just me being anxious, but me trying to mask it with, okay, I need marketing or I need to go connect with someone or I need someone to open up a door for me. No, no. What you need is me. What you need is healing. That's what you need. And so he walked me through this journey, this loving journey, this fatherhood journey of really understanding who I am, that I am legitimate, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, that I am called according to his purpose. And he showed me that I needed to forgive some people. But most importantly, not just my father, because my, my, my father and I had a beautiful ending. My father passed away in 2014 and I was there holding his hand. I was wow. there feeding him water with a sponge. I was there loving on him. And I spent the night with him a couple of times. We had a beautiful ending. I was there praying for him, speaking scriptures over his life, holding his hand. He didn't want to let me go. I held his hand until he took his last breath. So I had forgiven my father. His last words to me, Patrice, were, you know what, Lindsay? You are one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met in my life. You just wait and see how beautiful life is going to be for you, my grown baby girl. Those were my father's last words to me. Mm. I was, I was good on that front, but I did not forgive myself. I beat myself up. I beat myself up for 30 something years for being illegitimate. I had all of the, all of the voices of me feeling like everyone else was rejecting me. I internalized that. I no longer needed anyone in my life to validate my feelings about myself. I validated the unworthiness by how I was showing up in spaces, by how I didn't ask for what I wanted, how I would shrink, how I would be afraid to tell people what it was that I was doing, how I felt like, oh girl, who do you think you are? Don't shine. Don't you dare shine you don't you're not allowed to shine so I had to go through a path of forgiveness for myself and P2P did help me do that how was it for you coming into that space I know that you said initially it was like oh my gosh it's 140 people in here like I'm gonna hide out but you definitely did not hide out you were one of the more vocal people so how were you able to take what you've been learning on the journey and and flourish in the program I knew that that was my giant to slay. I knew that showing up and playing small was my giant to slay. And in order to do that, I had to do the opposite of my what I was comfortable with. So I would be comfortable with hiding. I would be comfortable with checking out. I would be comfortable with those little insecurities that we feel inside of ourselves, but we project them on the other people and feel like, I don't know about her or our trust issues. We act like that. I knew that this is not the ground. Like this is P2P was holy ground. This is not the ground to start believing that she's not right. She's not right. No, you can't do that anymore. You're not right. Get whatever that is inside of you fixed so that you can walk into spaces and really embrace true sisterhood 
which I never had before. So I had to do everything opposite. So when the enemy would try to speak to me and say, don't don't tell anybody about what you got going on, I would vocally say, hey, y'all, I'm having feelings about not sharing this. And I would get that embrace and that loving um, support from my sister saying, no, please leave nothing on the table. And I would share. And so it was just me. It was just God lighting the path in front of me and me attacking the enemy, really attacking the enemy inside of me to say, no, I want to stop playing small. I want to show up. I want to be confident. And so I have to do everything that I've never done before. And that's what I did. Fascinating. So from the outside looking in, obviously, you guys, I know none of this, right? I'm just like, (laughs) oh, look at her. Oh, and I think you, I think you messaged me when you first got in and you said, well, wait a minute. It's P2P for people who are just starting out because I already have an established business. Yes. Right. And I was like, um, yeah, even people who have established business, you could do more. <laughs> oh my God. Pretty sure. So I can't tell you the benefits of P2P as a business owner. So I did come into P2P with an established business. I actually went from zero to six figures in the middle of a pandemic solely due to the fact of God's grace and the fact that people needed cloud solutions. It was a blessing, absolutely. But I wasn't 100% fulfilled. I knew I wasn't 100% walking in my purpose. But when I messaged you that, I even felt so arrogant and prideful to say something like, girl, I don't know if I need this because I already built a business and, you know, it's six figures. And I'm like, girl, you know, you ain't all the way happy. Stop playing (laughs) so stop playing come on and so you know you need this you know this is you know that God told you to do this stop playing but so beyond that you said well that's what's keeping some people from seven figures and eight figures and like it kind of you blew my wig off because I was like you know what six figures is not a lot when you start running a business and you realize your expenses you're like okay where's the seven the eight the nine figures and how am I going to grow how can I hire people so in P2P I was able to locate my journey and locate myself as an entrepreneur you know how you guys break it down to the entrepreneur the employee entrepreneur environment I don't know if I'm supposed to share that, but I'm just saying no, okay. I, located myself, I located myself as an empire builder and it helped me with the confidence that the, the modules that you were we were able to do, the work that we were able to do, me copy and pasting, fine tuning it, breaking it down, turning it, it, turning it into a whole company overview, being able to hire more employees full-time black women. I am so excited right on payroll. Like you hired employees. Yes. 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 I did. (laughs) And I'm hiring more. Like we are, I'm doing this thing. Um, being able to really see, see myself as this boss lady that you have it, you have the relationships. I had the, the marketing. I had some things. I just needed to be healed. I needed sisterhood. I needed community and I needed confidence and I needed to understand and locate where I was on my entrepreneurship journey because entrepreneurship can be an extremely lonely place. I've been depressed. I've been broken. I've been broke. I've felt like 
Everything that I was doing was always about networking and just spinning my wheels on a hamster wheel, never being able to stop. And so what P2P did for me was help me to really understand what alignment was really all about and locate myself on my journey and say, okay, if I'm an empire builder, I need to create my organizational chart. I need to make sure I know who I need to hire. Where do I need the help? I'm not going to worry about where exactly the money is coming from. I'm going to do the work. Right. And I know that if God called me to this work, this purpose work, he will sustain it. He ordained Mm -hmm. it. He will sustain it. And since P2P, I even gave myself a raise. Like I I remember you posted in the (laughs) alumni group. That was such a big moment. So talk about that, like being able because that takes a that that's a bold move. A lot of people will operate a business, but not necessarily pay themselves. It's just like they take out whatever they need. But you're you were already on payroll. Yeah. And then you said, okay, it's time. It's time yeah. to up that number. I didn't say that. My CPA said it. <laughs> like, yeah, so when are you going to give yourself a raise? I put, because we put our son in daycare and daycare is extremely expensive. And I was like, y'all tapping me. Like, y'all just taking everything I got at this point. So my CPA was like, well, you know, you can always give yourself a raise. I was trying to figure out how to make an incentive or a benefit for women with children. How can I make an incentive and pay for childcare? She was like, Lindsay, you know, you can always give yourself a raise. I was like, a raise? Why would I do that? And then that was another limiting belief. It was like, why wouldn't you? If you worked for another person, if you worked in a different corporation, you would be like, I'm busting my butt. Why are you guys not giving me what I need? You'd have to be that person to say yes. And so I was like, okay, it t- I drug my feet for like a month. And then I finally said, you know what? I'll give myself a raise. And it was huge for me because I deserve it. I even deserve more than what I gave myself. But it's all good. Yeah, but it's a step in the right direction. It's yeah. a step in the right direction. So what else have you been doing? So you hired employees, yes. yourself a raise. What else is going on in your world? Oh my goodness, Patrice. So one of the greatest things is being consistent. I've been on LinkedIn. Google actually is one of our partners at Apps Admins, which happens to be my cloud solutions company. They have been seeing me post consistently just about my story in corporate America as a Black woman and the things that I've experienced and how I'm just so passionate about helping women entrepreneurs leave the toxic corporate grind and and build sustainable lives and businesses. And so they invested a $15,000 coaching program into my company. (laughs) Yay. And I remember I was like, oh my God, I I just got out of a coaching program. I have to go into another one, you know? And it's like social selling for specifically for LinkedIn, networking with other tech companies around the world. And the coach, the the VP of marketing called me and said, is your team going to be able to, to, to show up for this? Because they're the ones that we need. I don't think you need to be in this program. You need to send someone from your team. Now, mind you, I had just hired someone. She had not been onboarded completely yet. She was going to start on Monday, the same day as the coaching program. So I said, yes, I have, I have someone that's going to start. And I was able to offer that as an incentive to my employee to start. Right. And it's just, it's been a blessing. They are writing 90 days worth of marketing content for our company and they're doing it. One of the things that they, P2P is bad. I don't care what anybody has to say. The information that you are giving us is top notch and the value of it 
it's so <laughs> the value people are offering $20,000 programs for not a fraction of what you can get in P2P. Let me just say that. However, I know my target audience. I know my, my target audience's pain points. I know where they are. I know how to locate them. These were questions that were asked. So we were able to already give them that information so that they can write our content. So we don't have to worry about that. And we can wow. repurpose the content for all other. That's one of the things that we've been up to. Another thing is I can't really speak on it, but I'm in one of the greatest largest negotiations of my life that is absolutely life-changing and I'm so excited and I cannot wait to share it with Uh the world. I really can't. It's so in alignment. It's all about my purpose. Another thing that I've been able to do is I've been able to walk into spaces, right, and have meetings with places like Google and speak fully into my mission and my why. I am very clear on who I serve. I am very clear on the women that I serve and what they need. I am very clear about advocating for Black women entrepreneurs. And I walk into that space unapologetically, not afraid to share my truth and my story. And one of the greatest lessons that I've learned from you, Patrice, was that when you share your vision, there is always someone watching you that has the power to bless you. We think about this mindset of scarcity to say, no, don't tell anybody your ideas. Mm -hmm. But when you are secure in who you are and you know that God gave you this purpose, you have to share your vision. People like to attach themselves to moving vehicles. Mm -hmm. So if you just stay stuck and you don't share your vision, no one can help you. But when you open up your mouth and say, this is who I want to help. This is how I want to help them. Can you help me get there faster? Can you help me get there, get further? And so when you're able to partner with large, like I'm able to partner with some large companies to help me fulfill the mission that God has called me to do. And I know that I would not have been able to do that without going to P2P. I walk in there with my head held high and I'm like, I am not hiding anymore. My name is Lindsay Ray Perry and I am here to help women entrepreneurs, particularly black women entrepreneurs build sustainable lives and businesses. Can you help me do that? Like, yes. that's what I want to know. So, woo! How far <laughs> you have come. My <laughs> goodness, how far you have come. So, to go from about a year ago, sitting in a space thinking these people don't see me, or having the <sighs> Holy Spirit whisper, you're hiding in plain sight, to being unapologetic <sighs> in every room that you walk in. Could you have guessed that you would be here a year later? No, I would have hoped. Mm. And the thing is, you don't know what you don't know. Like you think you are holding it all together. You think it looks good. You think you're operation, you're operating efficiently. But once you get attached to something authentic, someone authentic who tells you like, you're great, you're good, but you're not great. You're good, but you're not there yet. Like you, there's some things that you need to kind of fine tune. There's some messaging that you need to get right. And when you have a humble heart and you walk in a space with humility and you say, you know what, Lord, wreck me, change me. I'm willing to listen to the mentor that you have exposed me to. And you go in there with that humility. You can come out, right? You could come out as golden. And I would have never guessed that I would be where I am right now without actually finding you, going through P2P, 
getting that confidence? Absolutely not. But I didn't know I was that bad. I didn't know I was that broken. I didn't know I was showing up that insecure. I didn't know because you don't know what you don't know. And so you just have to trust that, you know what, God, I know that there's greater for me. And whatever that looks like, I'm willing for you to come into my life and show that to me. And Mm -hmm. And Patrice Washington, you were that for me. I had a lot of tormentors in my life. (laughs) I call them tormentors. But you were that person that I can see myself in. And you helped me to locate my gifts and locate who I am. And you allowed for me to be authentic and show up as myself and know that I'm not alone. And that, yes, this entrepreneurship journey is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. And that you are as bad as you think you are in your head. You are big business, as Coach Brittany would say. (laughs) You are that thing, right? But let me get you right. Let me help you show up in the marketplace with confidence, with purpose, and with ease. And you are going to rock this world. And I'm ready to turn the world upside down and change some things. And I know that I would not have been able to do that without Patrice C. Washington and Purpose to Platform and my sisters at all. Oh. oh my gosh, I have chills. I'm just, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And I know that it's literally just the beginning. You graduated like a few months ago. Um, but I know it's just the beginning and that God has so much more in store for you. So incredible. I, I really hope that those of you who are listening took away something you said earlier in particular, that you came into the space and you did the opposite of what you would normally do just to make sure you didn't self-sabotage. And I'm so grateful, Lindsay, that you chose to do that. I'm so grateful that, you know, I suggest everyone have a therapist while they go through P2P because we (laughs) unpack (laughs) a lot. A lot is an understatement. Your whole life. You're yeah. gonna unpack your whole life. <laughs> you you unpack a lot. You came for a business, you get you know, maybe a little business makeover and get your whole life kind of, you know, worked through, <laughs> sorted out. But I'm so grateful that you had the support of your therapist and that you could just work through all of these different emotions and ideas and downloads and things that were coming up so that you didn't self-sabotage. Yeah. Because uh, that's one of the the hardest things to watch. as a coach is to see like, oh my gosh, there's so much potential. And then people just not allow themselves to step into it, not allow themselves to be supported, to, you know, to lean into the limiting beliefs that people are out to get you or to lean into this idea that like something here just isn't right. Like, (laughs) you know, what you're going to keep searching or you're going to focus on what you came here to do. And so I wish that's the advice I'm going to give the next round of people who start P2P. If you know that you're the type of person who leans into, you know, playing small or looking for a way out, mm-hmm. looking for a reason to say, oh, I just got bit. Well, work was busy. Oh, my kids needed me. Oh, I just had a lot on my plate. Oh, you know, I'm still getting over this cold. Oh, uh, yeah, like, oh, my garage needs to be cleaned out. I think that's going to be a 12 week project. So let me do P2P next time. Like whatever those things are, right? Whether it's in purpose to platform or whatever you go out and do that is going to help you get to the next level. If you know you have a tendency to do that, I want you to do what Lindsay did. 
I want you to consciously choose to do the opposite. Yes. If you're used to hiding out and, and, you know, being hidden in plain sight, I want you to be the person that says, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out. I'm going live. I'm talking up. I'm commenting. I'm showing up. Someone says, Hey, you want to get together in a small group or something? And you're like, yes, I'm doing it. Do the opposite because that's what it's going to take to get the results that you really want. You're not going to get what you want being exactly who you've been. Absolutely not. And, 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 and ask yourself, are you comfortable being who you've been all these years for the rest of your life? And be honest, are you comfortable being that person for the rest of your life? I know for me, I knew that I desperately needed something different. And so I desperately and radically had to do something different. And that means saying yes to the things that I would normally say no to. If you find you're all by yourself, like be honest, you know, you need community. If what you need is on the other side of community and you decide you want to retreat and go in a little corner and hide, you know that something's not right there because you only can flourish in community. You need other witnesses. You need other people to kind of speak life into you when things get a little rough. So in the cold and the garage and all of those things are going to come up while you're in the program, but you have to make a committed effort and you have to be committed to excellence and the idea that I'm going to finish this and I'm going to come out on the other side in purpose. And I think that Patrice, you've given us a great guideline with the pillars of redefining wealth to kind of say, okay, what do I need to focus on? I'll get to that and understanding schedule. Like you'll be able to really schedule your life out and set your life up to support you, as you would say. Um, I did want to mention one more thing. I wanted yeah. to say, I won an award. Yes, I won a tech award. I won at CRN. CRN is a tech magazine that kind of just recognizes different people in a tech channel that bring innovative solutions and strategies. And I won 2021 um, Women of the Channel. They recognize a thousand women. And I was one of those women. And I just wanted to celebrate because I found out last Monday and it was like, oh, wow, I made it. Yeah, so I was excited. So that is another thing I'm up to. <laughs> I mean, again, you only graduated from P2P at the time of this recording two months ago. It's only been out two months. You barely been out two months. Still going through withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> barely been out two months. Yes. And it's just incredible. And I know that there's so much more. There's so much more. I'm just going to enjoy, as I do for you all, watching the journey, watching how everything unfolds as you continue to go on. Before I let you go, I'm going to ask you some redefining wealth. Wrap it with some questions. Okay. Uh, tell us <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind. So Lindsay, today, how do you define success? I define success as confidence. How do you define wealth in three words or less? Peace, ease, Prosperity. I had this all figured out. <laughs> Peace, <laughs> Peace, Peace, ease, and, and so prosperity. So mm -hmm. prosperity. Yeah. Prosper. I wish that you be in good health and prosper as your yes. soul. Oh, yes. I love that. Third John 1 and 2. I yeah. love that. Um, okay. And what's one book that has helped you redefine wealth for yourself? <laughs> um, outside of the Bible, I have to say outside of the Bible, um, there's two books. Can I give two? Okay. One is Redefining Wealth for Yourself because I'm reading it now and it's absolutely amazing. Um, and also, um, 
Howard Thurman, um, who used to be an advisor for, to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he has a book called Disciplines of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's all about simplicity, like that's that one thing in life that God has called us to do and really honing in on having this disciplined spirit. And it's one of the best books um, I ever read. Oh, that resonates with me. That like that, that like leaning into that one thing. Like that one you know, thing. ooh, okay. Discipline of the spirit. I'm gonna have to look Discipline that up. Discipline of the spirit. Yes. Okay. And the last one, fill in the blank. My name is, and to me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Lindsay Ray Perry. And to me, the truth about wealth is that it can be done with grace and ease. And it's not about money. All right. I love it. Lindsay, thank you so much for being here. You're phenomenal. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for having me. I absolutely adore you. (laughs) Same here. Same here. Oh, I hope you really enjoyed Lindsay's episode. Oh my goodness. I don't know about you, but I can definitely identify uh, with a lot of what Lindsay shared, just about her family, her upbringing, and this idea of hiding in plain sight. It's amazing to me how many women come through Purpose to Platform and are so brilliant in their own ways, in so many ways, and yet... They're not living a life that allows them to be visible, that allows them to be seen and acknowledged and appreciated for who they are, for what they know, for what they bring to the table. And the best part about Purpose to Platform is our ability to see one another and to call one another to greater and to more and to, you know, exactly who God has called us to be. And uh, Lindsay... I know you're listening, so I'm just going to tell you, I'm so proud of you. Again, I'll just keep telling you, and you're going to hear me say this all week because I'm so incredibly proud of these women for their vulnerability and their authenticity and their ability to articulate just what they've been through in order to get where they are now. But just, just be clear, this is a pit stop on their way to doing, to continuing to do amazing, amazing things in the world. And I'm just honored that God saw fit for our paths to cross so that I could be a part of this journey with them. So, so proud. And tomorrow we'll be back with another story of an incredible woman from Purpose to Platform. I hope you're inspired by Lindsay. And if you want to learn more about Purpose to Platform, you can get on the wait list right now at purpose, the number two, platform.com. That's purpose, the number two, platform.com. When the doors open, you will be the first to know. Uh, Lindsay is also officially a purpose chaser. You know that. So definitely come on over to the free Redefining Wealth Facebook group uh, and show Lindsay some love. If anything in this episode resonated with you, if she spoke to your heart, like I know she spoke to many hearts out there, then don't assume that she knows. Give people their flowers. Come on over to the Facebook group. Type in Lindsay Ray Perry and show her some love in the Facebook group and let her know that you you heard her here and that she said something that is going to encourage you on your own journey. That's what we have to do is really support one another, right? That's what we do. So until next time, 
I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.